Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you're about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. If nobody tastes of a fruit, we cannot give glory to the tree. To say that this mango tree is very nice is because you took of the fruit and you ate. Nobody can experience the love of God unless they taste of your fruit. So you are quick-tempered. That is why I don't like the, no, the temperament. Melancholic, choleric, whatever. I don't like it. It's not spiritual. Yet when you read the Bible, you can find some of the examples they give in somewhere. But that is not what you have been given. You have been given the fruit of the spirit. And the Bible says that against this, against such, there is no law. Do you see this? So I'll show you the height of love. I mean the length of God's love. What did I say it is? long-suffering. Now, note that this fruit of the Spirit it belongs to God and he gave them to us. And it is humanly impossible to walk in this fruit of the Spirit. That is why it is called the fruit of the Spirit, not the fruit of the flesh. It is humanly impossible. <laughs> So it is the God kind of long suffering. Go and ask Jesus. Judas was there stealing from him. But there was not a day that we ever heard from Jesus' mouth that Judas stopped stealing. Or he gave an example of Judas stealing. It was the disciples John his mouth. John 12, 6. He was the one that told us that this thing that he's saying is lying. is because he's a thief. And he has been stealing. Look at it. Then he said, not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief. And had the bag. Which bag? The money bag. And bear what was put therein. It's not nice. Tipity. In fact, Judas had no heart for the poor. He only said this because he was a thief. And 
in charge of the money case. He would steal money whenever he wanted from the funds given to support Jesus' ministry. Yet, we never heard Jesus say a word. Why? Long suffering. Show me Psalm 95 verse 10. Let's see how God had to express long suffering. So when you are married, you say, my wife has done this. My husband has done this. You never express long. You will end up in the court and break away. Long suffering will keep you. The thing is long suffering, long temper. It's not like the person is not doing bad. The person is not doing what you like. But the love you have is not a love of feeling. It's a love of choice, decision. God's own love expressed. That's why I told you the true love is God's nature in you. Today it has become common. People get married, they want to divorce tomorrow. They get married, they want to divorce tomorrow. It has become the order of the day. Because it's here, you know, I don't like this, blah, blah. So there is, you know, that's why Chris, I will ask Crystal some questions. You know, <laughs> please look at it 40 years long was I grieved with this generation and said it is a people that do air in their heart and they have not known my ways God expressed long suffering for the people of Israel for 40 years 40 good years somebody steps on your toes today They grieved. The word is grieve. They grieve. No, God is a spirit. They are humans. So just imagine what a, what a thought a human can do to grieve a spirit God. <laughs> For 40 good years, not one, not two, not three, not ten. 40 good years, God was grieved. But he had long suffering for them. Yet he was giving them manna. Yet he was giving them meat. Yet he was giving them this. He was taking care of them. He was giving them water to drink. Yet they were grieving him. It was like it's God's own choice. Because he could have taken them through the shorter part. But God chose to take them through the longer one for 40 years. He said then so much here. Now you can see this is not prophetic. Somebody is saying and, and they grieve God. This is God talking. 40 years was I grieved. <laughs> God was grieved. Your partner is grieving you. For how long? Okay. Who should go? You are looking for a counselor. Who should God go and see? <laughs> Listen. When you grow the fruit of the spirit. When you grow. Makutumia. You'll understand the love of God. It is easy to shut your mouth. You can talk about it, but you let it go. Can you see? It? Yes, let me show you one scripture and I'm done. The first person that saw the fullness of God, please listen to me. Yes, there are places they won't tell you these things. Yes, I keep telling you, you can take me anywhere and I'll defend myself with scriptures. And from experience. What saves marriages? Forget about relationship. For boyfriend, girlfriend thing. 
Because marriage is what God knows. He doesn't know any. <laughs> Let me show you another um, long suffering. Do you remember the prophet Hosea? He was made to marry a prostitute. God said, go marry a prostitute. He married the prostitute, brought the prostitute home. After some time, his friends will say, I saw your wife, your wife with another man. The man says, no, no. God said, go bring her back. Severally, imagine. Look at it. The beginning of the word of the Lord by Hosea. And the Lord said to Hosea, go take unto thee a wife of Wadom and children of Wadom. For, <laughs> for the land had committed great Wadom, departing from the Lord. Every family, God has a purpose for it. Here you are seeing God's purpose for a reason why he says you go for. So you must marry with purpose. Today people don't marry with purpose. You marry because he's good, he's nice, she's fine, she's this. There's no purpose. That is why we abuse it. That's why I started by saying that, you know, when the purpose of a thing is not known, abuse is inevitable. So the purpose of marriage is not sex. Because we will marry Christ in heaven and there's not going to be a sexual sin. Christ the groom will marry us. The essence of it, that's not it. It's just, it's just, the reason why there is sex is because Paul said you can't handle your body. Self-control. Can you see this? So we are not reading this one. I promise you. But God told him to go. Then I watched the video. I, I was like me, I, God, this one they're like, you, I don't know. He will be there working. Prophesy, you go and prophesy in the church and come back. Then he say, Hey, Hosea, I saw your wife and some man be at the marketplace. Then he will run. Goma, Goma, please come home. Goma. He said, You know my lifestyle. He said, Please come home. Hosea was, was diligent to the voice of God. Maybe you hear something I said. Don't marry without a purpose, otherwise, it will break. Eat break. I've not been married for too long. I've been married for almost 10 years. This is our 10th year. And I can tell you, in this 10th year, I'm telling you, marriage without purpose, it will break. It will break. So I'll show you something, one more thing. In Exodus chapter 33, the first person who saw the fullness of God was Moses. From verse 18. Moses desired to see God's glory. He thought he was seeing glory. Moses responded, then show me your glorious presence. Remember in 1 John, I told you the glory of God is the love of God. Okay. The Lord replied, I want you to notice the words here. I will make all my goodness, can you see the word goodness? Pass before you. <laughs> and I will call out your name, Yahweh, before you. My name, Yahweh, before you. For I will show mercy to anyone I choose and I will show compassion and to anyone I choose. Now the word compassion here is grace. This is the first time we saw the dimensions of love. So actually the glory that passed in front of Moses, Moses knew it as glory. But that is the fullness of God's love passing through. Let me show you. The words that came to Moses was actually long-suffering. Don't be confused. Let me show you why it is. Go to the next one. 
But you may not look directly at my face. For no one seeth me and live. It was a dangerous thing Moses was asking for. God could have killed him. Just for seeing him. But he had long suffering. So within the long suffering. He covered Moses' eyes. And made God do what he, he never intended to do. He made God do what he was going to do in the future. What did he do? He made God push him into Christ. He made God put him, push him into Christ. And he passed by. And when he passed by, then he took off his hands. And Moses saw the back part of God. As my glorious presence passes by, I will hide you in the crevice of the rock. The Bible says, and the rock that followed Moses was Christ. And nobody can see God except the person is in Christ. And cover you with my hand until I have passed by. That was long suffering. Can you see this? Then I will remove my hand and let you see me from behind. But my face will not be seen. So you see, God didn't need to do that. It wasn't time for him to do that. But his grace and his mercy, he said it in there. I will show mercy to whom I will show mercy. So, and be gracious to whom I will be gracious. So the graciousness of God and his mercy came together so that Moses can now get the answer to his prayer. Ladies and gentlemen, that is how you were saved. Whilst we were yet sinners, he loved you. The love of God that he had for you was the expressions of his grace, uh, sorry, grace and mercy. We were sinners and so we deserve to have been judged. But the judgment didn't come. Mercy means judgment postponed. And what we did not deserve as sinners, he gave to us grace. So the kind of love, the dimensions of God, of God's love that saved man was the graciousness of God and the mercies of God. Can you see this? This is the love of God. How far should love go? Last scripture. 1 Thessalonians 1, 3. There's something I want you to notice here. As we pray to our God and our Father about, about you. No, let's do it King James, please. He says, remembering without ceasing your work of faith and labor of love. Forget the rest. Okay, and patience of hope. Do you remember 1 Corinthians 13, 13? Three things abide. Faith, hope, and love. Is that correct? And he told you, love is the greatest. Why is love the greatest? Read this one. Remembering without ceasing your work of faith. Faith is attributed with work. But when it came to love, he said labor. 
And when he came to patience, he said hope. What does he mean? Labor is an extra mile. Long suffering. Extra mile. I said I love you and you have hurt me 20 times. I go the extra mile. Now forgiveness is the sum total of grace and mercy. That's forgiveness. <laughs> so when God forgave you, he expressed grace and mercy. You deserve to be punished. You didn't deserve any good thing. But he forgave you. Today you are not forgiving anyone. You think your heart is your heart is hard. No. The truth is that you are not fathered by God. You are born again, but you are not fathered. We read it. You are not fathered by God. You are fathered by yourself, pride, ego, selfishness, and Satan. How do I know that? Anybody who doesn't forgive is called a child of disobedience. Because you have chosen not to obey the message of Christ. That love must be your lifestyle. That is why we cannot have division in the church. It does not matter what you have done to me. I must love you irrespective. Do you get it? I must forgive you. Some of us, the forgiveness is very difficult. And all these things I'm mentioning are things, it is in marriage you see these kind of things. You are 30 years, 40 years, or whatever, you are now getting married. You have been trained by different parents with different characters. Your partner has been trained for several years with different characters. And the two of you have come under one roof. When you align to yourself whilst dating as though you love each other. Because it's just the surface information we just saw. It is when we enter into that house that reality begins to show. You are stared. This example is like, you know, gutter. You see that, you know, it is, the water looks clean. Because all this, the, the, the silt or the debt is going to settle down. So you think nothing. Until you pick a, sto a stick and you stare. And you see how dirty. So you see, marriage is one area where you grow your fruit of the spirit quickly. Not in relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend. Boyfriend, girlfriend is where you sin a lot. And you know I will say it. It's not love making. It's not having fun. It's fornication. It's sin. Don't we, There's no way you would. It's sin. Mastered by Satan. I won't hide it. Fornication is fornication. Sin is sin. There's nothing like love making. Sweet time. Color it. A decorated monkey is still a monkey. And this is the picture Satan is throwing to the world today. 
Today, if you are a virgin, you are not correct. Years ago, the story was not like that. Satan is infiltrating the atmosphere. With everything God says we shouldn't do, he said you must do. Has God said we should not eat of this? He said eat. Okay, if, you, if you understand Genesis chapter, chapter 1, you all, 1 to 3, you always understand life. So today, believers can live together, not married. We are coming there. Sinning every day. Sinning every day. Sinning. Then they will come and ask the pastor, is sex before marriage okay or not? Go and read your Bible. You see, because if you understand, if you understand why we get married, you know it is because of purpose. Not necessarily because of pleasure. Because there will be a day, this your teeth will come out. Your skin will sag. You can't have sex any longer. What is going to keep you? Purpose. So remember, where did we come from? Eternity. Where have we landed into time? What does God want us to do? To express his love in time. In expressing God's love in time, we still love each other, whether in marriage or not. That's why marriage is not the essence of marriage. Love is not love, you know. And you know, because I, I need to show you love, whether I'm married to you or not. <laughs> Do you get it now? But if I choose to get married, the time in which we've come into has its own governing rules that God does not want me to break, but to conform to those rules. And so there are people that have studied and understand how those rules work. Maybe I say this before I move on. You can get divorced in the court, but spiritually you are not divorced. The marriage, the marriage was what God joined together, not what the court joined. What God has joined together, let no man That is why even the court will not make it easy for you to just walk out. Because they are fulfilling God's word. The more you pray, prayer alone won't solve marriage and relationship problem. You must grow the fruit. Because at home, beauty, my wife is very beautiful, but at home, I don't see that. At home, what I see is character. And character is the real you. If the marriage will survive, it's character. The way she will talk to you, when you are not married, you think nakedness is all. But you are, when you are married, you realize that nakedness is nothing. It's still character you see. How she spoke to me. How she served me. How she behaved when, you know, all these things. When things are low, how does she behave? And that is where you come in. When you are down, at your, your lowest moment, what is the reaction of your partner? Does your partner want to give up so quickly? Love doesn't give up, the Bible says. Your partner should be able to stand with you in prayer and pray. And we are not talking about ourselves, but there are times I had decided to, to forego ministry. And there are times I could see her for several weeks, sitting down at dawn, praying and sleeping in the couch. 
praying and praying and praying and praying and praying without saying anything to me until the Holy Ghost will begin to work on my mind again. And then I'll bounce back. Times I'm so tired, I've gone to preach around and I come back and I could feel somebody's hand at my back praying for me because the following morning I'm preaching again. You see, it is our reaction to matters that really shows how grounded you are. That is what happens. So a lot of partners are not able to sustain their relationship and marriages based on their reactions. The believer's marriage or situation should not get into the court. It shouldn't get there. There can be a Muslim sitting on there judging your court, judging your case as born against. That shouldn't happen. You know why? Because God trusts that you and I will judge angels. Can I show you a scripture? 1 Corinthians 2 verse 14. It says, but the natural man, start from verse 12, verse 13, yeah. Three things also we speak, not in words which man's wisdom teacheth, but with the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Uh-huh. But the carnal man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Go on. But he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. He himself is judged of no man. This is our place. When we begin to grow spiritually, we don't take our matters out there. The word of God, the Holy Spirit solves our matters. Are you with me? That is why we teach the word of God so that we can grow. When you grow, you begin to take certain decisions. When crystal hurts me, what is my reaction to crystal? It is my reaction to crystal that shows my maturity. Marriage, she mentioned, give the definition, agreement between blah, blah, blah. After we have agreed and come home, look at how wedding is. You have thousands of people sitting down there. Hey, hey, hey. When we are done, it is only the two of us that enter into that four-cornered house. And nobody sees what goes in there. It does not matter how expensive the wedding is. Because marriage is not a ceremony. You see? Everybody saw us sign the certificate. That is the legal experience. But we have not actually experienced what the marriage is until we go home. People go after one week, two weeks, one month, three months of experiencing the marriage. They realize that they are not compatible. The question is, what is compatibility? Another demonic word. When her fruit of the spirit is growing. Her fruits are not different from mine. Show Galatians 5.22 TPT. The fruit she is bearing, love, joy, peace, sound mind, you know, uh, long suffering, faith, meekness, gentleness. I am not growing differently from hers. Look at it. But the fruit of, produced by the Holy Spirit, that is not correct actually. It's supposed to be by the Spirit. Within you, 
is divine love in all its varied expressions joy that overflows peace that subdues patience that endures kindness in action a life full of virtue faith that prevails gentleness of heart and strength of spirit never set the law above these qualities for they are meant to be limitless so she is allowing this fruit to grow I'm allowing this fruit to grow we are just one see the reason why we are called one body is because all of us have received one life all of us are receiving one training the word of God is training you just as the word of God is training me if I yield to the word of God and you yield to the word of God we have one father training the two of us that training gives us the same character and the same way of behavior but many a time when it comes to relationship and marriages we throw the word of God somewhere and we look out for human experiences of what marriage and relationship should be like our marriage experience is different from our parents they will talk to us but we might decide not to take because what we are experiencing is not what they are experiencing but whatever we are experiencing there is somebody called the Holy Ghost there is somebody called Jesus the Bible says he was before all time a failed marriage is one that is put before Jesus a working marriage is one that is put after putting Jesus first if you don't love Jesus it does not matter who you get married to you can never love them when he was expressing love he associated it with the Christ he said the love of Christ it is the love of Christ that causes you to be rooted and grounded Christ is the center he is the common factor in every relationship whether in courting and so on and so forth up unto marriage Christ must be the center let Jesus be the first and the first and the last you be in the middle and let him grow you are you with me I am see if you if in this church if you want to get married and I could discern that your two of you are not ready and muscle don't use age to make you run into it you are born again you can add more life you refuse to age don't don't move by the way the world moves because very soon you will enter into the next thing we want to talk about divorce Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Rayma 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-L Jedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny-L Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International, contact 7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-
services on plus two three three five four seven two two one seven seven three or plus two three three five zero four three two eight nine five nine for any inquiries. So many people are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean, and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to live from glory to glory, and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed. Oh, 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 o